What's up? It's your boy, J2W, and you are now tuning to the Church Boys Show. And I got a special, special guest on radio today who will be in Camden, Arkansas, July the 10th. He is an Emmy Award winner, singer, and songwriter who has brought us four number one and has released 12 CDs to this day. And love God and his people. Dr. Ernest Pugh, talk to me, family. Hey, so good to be on here with you, my man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How you been? I've been real good, man. Listen, it's hot as I don't know what, but hey, I'm just trying to stay cool, stay stay, stay uh, refreshed and out of the way, man, because I ain't trying to get no heat stroke or nothing like that. But I'm from Memphis, so, you know, I'm kind of, I'm used to the, to the weather, but Houston just got something extra they doing with the humidity. Ooh, man. Yes, sir. I mean, that was 101 degrees when I was coming up this way yeah. in Arkansas, so. Absolutely. Wow. We can, we've had three digits almost the whole week, so. I'm kind of excited to come to Arkansas because it's going to give me a little break. Oh, yeah. We're going to be ready for you, too. We are All ready right, for you. It. So, you know what? I want the people to get to know you for those who don't know you. Uh, you know, we're going to ask you a couple of questions and everything like that. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Let's, let's do it. Let's have a good time. Okay. Now, where are you from? I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm raised in the outskirts of Memphis, Tennessee in a place called Millington, Tennessee. Okay, okay. So how long have you been singing for Christ? Man, really all my life, because I grew up around it. My family has been around it. So, I mean, probably since I was in Pampers, um, and then been doing the industry thing, like singing professionally for about two, maybe about 20 years. Wow, that is a blessing. That is a blessing. Yeah, having a good time. Well, tell me this, who are some of your influences in Christian music? Well, I have to give it to two main people, Vanessa Bell Armstrong and Daryl Coley. Ever since I was a young kid, I would listen to them and stand in the mirror and just pretend that I'm them. You know, I would try to do my riffs like them, slide up all of my everything, go into the falsetto like them. <clears throat> Another one, though, was John P. Key at an early age. Um, John P. Key really inspired me with the whole falsetto piece. And so, but it's so many, many, many more, but those three stand out as the ones that when I was little, they really watching their lives and their ministry made me want to do what they were doing. Right, right. Well, tell me this, uh, you know, we were just talking about, you know, uh, you've been singing all your life and everything like that. But when did you know it's like, you know what, this is my gift. It's like, man, this, this is it. You know, I was eight years old and my great grandma prophesied over me because all my whole family sings, but she pulled me to her bedside. She was uh, in her final stages. I didn't know that she was in the final stages of battling uh, um, kidney disease. And she said, you know, God is going to do something special with you, son. You're going to go all over the world and you're going to refresh people like Saul did, you know, with, with the anointedness on your voice. Now, I'm eight years old. I don't know who David is, who right. Saul is. <laughs> I didn't know who none of these people was. All I know is she took a moment and really just told me, don't look at your gift as entertainment. Don't just look at this as singing. This is your assignment in the earth. And from that day on, I know it was only eight, but I didn't take sports or nothing else as serious as I did when I got on the microphone to stand before God's people. So when things start kind of happening for me and coming into prominence and, you know, reaching the level of, of where I am with radio and selling records, I just felt like it was a natural progression because that's what she said it was going to happen. I didn't know when, I didn't know how, but to walk in the manifestation of something that was spoken over me at eight, I just held on to it since that time. 
Awesome. Awesome. So tell me this. I know you said you've been singing 20 plus years. Do you still get mm-hmm. nervous when you sing? You know, I actually do. Hmm. I actually do because <laughs> it's kind of like you, you got these people, you bringing them, they say, and it's like, of all things to mess up, you don't want to mess up this moment when you got a captured audience that's waiting for you to give them something that's going to edify and curve and really pull them up out of where they are. Right. A pool pit is supposed to do just that, pull people up out of the pit. And that's why I take it very seriously. I study, I rehearse, I go back and I study, I rehearse, and I just make sure I got what it takes to stand before those people. Awesome, awesome. Well, tell me this. There's a lot of Christian artists out there. Who are some of them you would like to work with? Uh, I definitely want to do something with Yolanda. I want to do something with Kim Burrell. But check this out. She ain't even in gospel, but she is a Christian, a born-again believer. My main person I want to record with before Jesus come back is Brandy. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> hey, she that'd got a song called, Please touch me like and I told her, I said, that ain't nothing but just, that's worship. That's worship. Telling God to touch you. I mean, and then you go into the hymn, oh, he touched me. I said, I can just see that. So that's going to happen. Awesome, awesome. You know what? I believe that's going to happen. I'm sure enough going to buy it, too, when it comes out. So <laughs> you <laughs> already got a supporter, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And I'm going to be praying for it, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, tell me this. When did yes, you become sir. a pastor? I uh, accepted the calling to be a pastor really shortly after I, I got my Master of Divinity from Howard. Um, I was a pastor of worship, though, is what that was. And then as I got in there, my leadership just kept saying, I know you're a pastor of worship, but you got a heart of a pastor. So this was like 2004, right? Right. But I got my Master of Divinity. Around about 2010, God really started really burdening my heart to actually pastor outside of music. And so I would have to say about maybe 12 years in the making now um, in terms of empowering God's people. We right now have the Word and Worship Fellowship. It's, it's online due to the pandemic. But prior to that happening, we were meeting in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, there, I'm sorry, in Millington, Tennessee, once a month to do what was called Word, Worship, and Communion. And we're going to be relaunching that again starting the uh, fall of this year. But, yeah, we, we've been doing it now for a few years, but... I've known and have carried the burden uh, for about now 12 years. Awesome. Awesome. Well, tell me this. How does it feel to win an Emmy Award? You know, I was blown away. I thought my first award I was going to win was going to be a seller, a dove. I would have even accepted a Grammy. You know, right. <laughs> I'm in music. But I was a part of this musical, MLK Week, for the Black Academy of Arts, Arts and Letters. Uh, in the Dallas, Texas area. And that, that musical got nominated. And I was like, when it got on Dallas, I was like, oh, that'll be so funny if we mess around and rain on us, uh, get a grand, get a uh, Emmy. I, I was minding my own business somewhere eating on a buffet and somebody called me and said, are you listening to the radio? You just won an Emmy award. I said, how did I win an Emmy award? I'm not even on daytime TV <laughs> or in a movie. They said, you were in a musical and the musical won. And I sat there and was like, this is hilarious because God was already dealing with me about pivoting over and start acting, you know, just as I'm doing music to kind of get into that, too, because it's still a way to promulgate the gospel. So it was a shock to me. And I, I just didn't believe until the, uh, until the thing arrived in my house. I just kept saying, this ain't nothing but a prank. 
because ain't no way I want to stop any award. Yes, and sir. It was real. Like they sitting on my wall now. Awesome, awesome. Well, tell me this: you also uh have a book this out. Can you tell us a little bit about that as well? Yes, I have a book. Uh, the book is called "Abiding in the Place of Worship," and it's kind of like uh, practical instruction <clears throat> for not only people who affect the flow of worship, but just people who want a closer walk with the Lord. They can do it. It's a Amazon bestseller. You can get it at www.earnestponline.com. And it's, I mean, it's everything uh, in that book. Really, one of the biggest chapters that I want to talk about is the marriage between the pulpit and the music pit. Right. And some of the same dynamics that you have in a marriage with a husband and a wife, which the, the bride of the church, uh, the bride of Christ is the church. But some of those characteristics and attributes that exist within a real marriage exist within a minister, music, and a pastor. So we talk about all of that, how to make it work, uh, differentiating between industry and ministry. We talk about all of that in this book. So it's an easy read, less than 100 pages. Y'all should check it out. Awesome. Y'all make sure y'all get that book. Now tell me this, how does it feel to be a four-time number one Billboard artist? You know, I, I'm, I'm honored by that because what it says is that the music and all that we put into it, all of our prayer, all of our resources, that it resonates with the people. They request the song. They buy the song. Radio plays the song. So it just lets you further punctuate the fact that your labor is not in vain. We do this for God and for God's glory. And every time they call our name or spin that record, to me, um, we're just giving God the glory for something he has created. Awesome. Awesome. Well, tell me this. Now, you have recorded 12 CDs to this day. I mean, that's a lot of CDs. I mean, I'm an artist myself. And <laughs> so, you know, it's like uh, this August will be 19 years and I only got maybe four or five. So how does it feel to have 12 CDs? That's a lot of work. How does that feel? Yeah, it's a lot of work. And, and, and it, it challenges you sometimes because on the road, People will be like, can you can you do that song called um, Speak to Me? And I'm like, man, I recorded this song in 2006. Are you exactly. kidding me? And so what I say to them is, can y'all give me the word? Right. <laughs> you know? But it's, it's really good. You know what it's like? It's like preaching a message. And somebody can come to you and, and recite your message almost verbatim. But because you prepare and do so many messages, sometimes you'd be like, oh, yeah, that is right. I did do that, that song about that, didn't I? And um, so it's a blessing that the songs are able to really become light and living. Like, it's like they come off the page. And because people can relate to that song based on a circumstance or situation, a sickness, a divorce, or a termination, but they can relate to it. And they know that song better than you do, even though you wrote it. Right. You laid it in the face of God and you got it. But it just blesses me that all 12, and then some people can call me and I, I do giveaways. I say, what was my fifth record? What was my seventh record? What was, and they can tell you when it was recorded and what's it. Wow. To me, that just says, you know what? You're making impact. You're yes, making yes. impact. And once again, your labor is not in vain. You're helping people. And that's what we're here for. Awesome. Awesome. That is a lot of work. You know, like I said, I, I think I only did maybe like four or five and probably got all together <laughs> over 50 songs. You're going to do some more. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, keep me in prayer because I, I sure enough want to. I'm working on a song now and everything, you know. So, um, I, yeah, I tell you, it's really, 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like I said, you just keep me in prayer and everything. Since you're a pastor, I know y'all can go hide in the ceiling, you know, and everything, that prayer and everything. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, I want to thank Dr. Ernest Pugh for taking out the time out of his busy schedule to be on Earl. Also, shout out to my brother who is helping me make this happen. The other church boy, y'all know, Young Deke. Dr. Ernest Pugh will be in concert July the 10th at 3 p.m. The Greater Bradley District Association presents the 50th Celebration Greater Bradley District Choir. It will be held at Greater New Calvary Church of God in Christ on 3150 Highway 7 South in Camden, Arkansas. It is a free, free, free event. For more information, contact Diane Epps at 870-807-1925. Or go online at exploreCamden.com. Also, the Greater Bradley District Choir will be singing, and I will be in attendance for this free event. Y'all, please come out. If y'all want to hear some great singing, Arkansas, Louisiana, y'all come on out and hear some great singing from Dr. Ernest Pugh. The concert is free. It's, it's free. I mean, I try to tell people, Dr. Ernest Pugh, it's just like, you know, when you go to the club, you know, you got a lot of artists, you're going to pay. Church is the only place where you can just about go, you know what I'm saying, where you can hear some professional or great singing. For free. Absolutely. So Absolutely. y'all come on out. Doing it all. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Doing it all. So if y'all will come on out, come and see us July the 10th at 3 p.m. at Greater New Calvary Church of God in Christ. It's going to be awesome, y'all. It's going to be awesome. And so we're going we gonna to lift up the Lord. So y'all come on out July 10th at 3 p.m. at Greater New Calvary Church of God in Christ. On 3150, on. Highway 7 South. It's in Camden, y'all. <laughs> Queen City. We finna church. God bless you and hey. thank you, Dr. Ernest Peace, for being on the radio with us. Yes, sir.